Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another great, super cool radio interview. I'm your host, as always, Matthew Thomas. Thank you so much for tuning in. I got an awesome guest joining me at this time. Very excited to chat with him. He's an actor and musician who has appeared in Trading Paint and the 2018 Halloween movie. Plus, he recently released a new single and music video for Doom, and he's going on tour with Buck Cherry and Skid Row starting on August 31st. Please welcome Kurt Dimer. What's up, everybody? Peace <laughs> to all of you out there. That's right. It's awesome to uh, have you on the podcast. As I said, I'm very excited to chat with you. I know we got so much to discuss, and it's just awesome to have you on. Well, thank you for having me, man. I appreciate you be being on your show and you promoting Kurt Dimer to the world. Thank you, man. Of course, of course. And before we start to, uh, diving into, as I said, you got the new single out, you got the upcoming tour. Before we do that, I got a fun question that I've been asking my guests this season. If you could have dinner with any two musicians, living or deceased, who would they be? Living or deceased, any two musicians. Jimmy Page and David Bowie. Very I'd, love, nice. I'd love to pick his brain on how he did all the things he did. And uh, Jimmy Page is just one of a kind. So, yeah, those would be the two right now at the top of my head. Very nice. Two, two fantastic answers. You know, both all just awesome musicians just all around, especially David Bowie, who has done so many, you know, so many styles of music, yet he made it all work. It's truly incredible. I know. That, that's what I really appreciate about him. He, he could just do anything and... He wasn't afraid to be who he was and you know you never knew what persona he might take on and when i when we get the headline someday you know once everybody knows who we are i'll probably be doing a lot of stuff like david bowie did because he's very influential and being an actor i'm not afraid to try anything so hey right well i'm i'm looking forward to seeing like how you kind of evolve with your music and your style but i did want to talk about uh, you know, kind of starting at the beginning of you starting your music and acting career, like uh, what came first? Like, how did you start that? Well, I, I, I was in music when I was younger until I was about uh, 20-ish, 21-ish, right in there, just kind of playing around Cincinnati. I went to University of Cincinnati for college at the time. I was kind of taking the slow route through school, just kind of screwing around playing in a band and uh then i ended up meeting my kid's mom and we got married and i raised a family uh figured out a lot of different things personally and then uh started my own uh oil companies in 1999 from scratch you know with my own funds i raised by buying and selling rental properties and uh did that while i was raising my kids and i just said if i can get back into music someday and it's the right time and I can do it the right way, the way I want to do it and be able to fight the battle, then I, I might do it someday. I don't know. So in 2017, uh, my oil brand Starfire was uh, being featured in a movie called Training Paint as, you know, we were on the, the racing uniforms and signage and stuff. 
and I got offered to do a cameo to go present the check to the winner in the winner's circle. And I'm down there just hanging out on the set, and they start taking pictures of me and shit. And all of a sudden, I'm being offered a speaking role in the movie, joining SAG-AFTRA. And then an hour later, after learning my lines, I'm with John Travolta, <clears throat> excuse me, planning out this scene. Like, what the hell is going on with me? And then Shania Twain and I are just standing there next to each other. That was crazy. And, and just a normal night, I guess, at the track. And I got left there, and I'm like, I was just in a movie. And I didn't even know I was going to be in a movie like that. And uh, had a speaking line with Toby Sebastian from Game of Thrones. And so I left that night with a new outlook on maybe this is the time maybe that was my sign to get back into my creative side that i've suppressed starting these other companies and uh, <clears throat> a couple months later i got the role in halloween to get killed by michael myers another speaking line and that was on what two months three months after or no january after training paint in september and then that movie came out in october of the same year uh, 2018 and here I am on the red carpet in Hollywood at the Chinese theater with Jamie Lee Curtis and I, I'm like what the hell so then I started getting other acting little smaller roles down in Alabama and that's when I met through a couple of my associates down there Ben Trexel out of Birmingham a musician out of Birmingham Alabama and he had these three songs that uh, I said let me try my vocals on because I think I can add some spice to it you know i'm different my voice is different and i hadn't sung since i was 20. so the beginning of 2000 end of 18 beginning of 19 we recorded these three demos loved it so much we kept writing and uh, i ended up putting together a demo album along with ben which we originally took to david bendeth up in the northeast and he put it together into a format where i could eventually take it to la and Right before COVID hit, I ended up still doing the little acting thing, trying to get other roles. I ended up in um, Los Angeles to get a little studio and just kind of set up my roots and see where the music could go with this demo I had. And my manager at the time, um, we got hooked up with Chris Lord out. He said he'd take a look at it. Things were a little slow, it was COVID. And he took it and uh, made the songs what they were originally when I was under the name Bald Man. And there was this one song, Have a Cigar, that we had done a little cover layout on from Pink Floyd. That ben, and I didn't really like it that much, uh, but Ben was adamant. And Chris said, let me show you what I can do with this. Have a cigar with your voice. And uh, then I heard this guitar solo. I said, man, this is pretty wicked. And <clears throat> come to find out the guitarist was Phil X. So that's how I met Phil X, <clears throat> excuse me. And we ended up uh, shooting the music video that August. Chris and I have become great personal friends and he kind of took me under his wing and I've pretty much learned how to be a vocalist again, how to use my voice the way it is, kind of uh, under the tutelage of Chris Lord Algae in his studio. And now my current manager, Brian Wheat, who's a bass player from Tesla, we go to his studio and they both believe in me and Brian um, helps me fight the battles in the music business and here we are. So that's kind of how it all started. <laughs>
Oh no, Ron, you know, even just in that short, uh, you know, time period up until like 2017 to now, um, you've done definitely so much and you've definitely, uh, you know, like the have a, have a cigar cover, which it was very different from the original. I really enjoyed it, uh, yeah. just because of how like different it was. Yeah. We, it's such a great song by Pink Floyd. And whenever I do a cover, I don't want to do a disservice to the original artist i just want i want to pay them homage and i want to say let them know hey your song is so kick-ass but here's my interpretation the way i would do it and that's the way i'll always do covers it's stupid just to do them the same way that the original great creator did it so no exactly it had a uh, just awesome take on and i really enjoyed it and uh, you know the Halloween movie had one of the 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 definitely the most grisly looking kills. You know, just with the prosthetics and just how you died in Halloween was amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, um, Christopher Nelson um, who was in the movie too, and he made the mask for those three. He uh, yeah, he had me in the chair for a couple hours and put a full prosthetic on my face. I think that's the reason why. I got the roles because I didn't know what to expect. And they're like, we'll get this guy in there and he won't care. If we sit. <laughs> I had to walk around with a towel on my head all day because we were out of the gas station in South Carolina somewhere. And, and they didn't want anybody to see my face. And I'm sitting in the gas station where I got killed with uh, James Jude Courtney, Michael Myers. We're just talking about our cats and our families. And I'm just <laughs> here with this. And then when I had to go on the counter there where the teeth came out of my mouth and shit, I had to literally lay like that for like three hours and they kept, they kept going, you need to, I go just keep moving my legs. They're getting a little numb, but don't move me because that'll ruin all. And they were taking pictures. I ended up in a prosthetic magazine for the film. It was just crazy, man. It ended up, I think it ended up being one of the epic kills of Michael Myers. Um, one of the grossest and you know, I'm on the short list from the real franchise of people that have been killed by Michael Myers in that franchise. So it's, it's a kind of a big honor, really. Oh, no, it, it definitely was. And then again, just, uh, you know, just watching that, you know, the, just you in the scene and, you know, talking about, you know, afterwards. So were you, so you're just hanging out with like, you know, part of your jaw, just not, you know, not connected. Oh, yeah, I, could, I couldn't eat it. I mean, that thing was around, my mouth was inside what they made it look and uh, just sip on Coke. I just, cans of coke and sip through a straw until they finally got it off that night so it was all day like that wow wow i mean I, it, it looked amazing and again you know the uh you're seeing it, it was really cool as well but yeah i definitely yeah um, and, and david gordon they had a dummy to put on the on the um gurney going out I, I go why would you use this dummy you did this face i sat in this chair for uh, three hours i sat in the makeup for two I go zip me up in the bag. You get another shot, and they were all like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah, zip me up, roll me out." Show you got all this invested in this prosthetic, and yeah. that's how it all came about. So nice, <laughs> nice. David Gordon Green goes, "All right, let's do this." So. <laughs> oh, that is so cool. <laughs> All right, so and I, I, the big reason I do want to chat with you, coming up to present day for you now, you recently released a killer new single and music video for Doom. Uh, how was it, uh, like, writing and recording uh, Doom? I heard this will be part of an a upcoming movie you're developing, Hellbilly Hollow, as well. Yeah, Hellbilly Hollow is out being shopped right now. We're not sure how it's going to come out yet, but it's definitely coming. And I wrote Doom as, like, the, the big moment at the end of the movie. 
which I don't want to give it away, but because it's a franchise and we'll continue to make more Hellbilly Hollow 2, 3, whatever. Once the first one gets out, it's kind of like the original Halloween. That was my inspiration. And now we'll get a studio behind it and make them even bigger and badder. But uh, yeah, I wrote Doom for that, for, for the uh, movie Hellbilly Hollow for this big moment. And uh, I had written lyrics and whatnot and had a vibe for it. And I wrote it with Phil X and sent it over to him. And then we did some tweaking on it with my new manager, Brian uh, Wheat and Chris Lord Algae out at the studio. And that's the version you hear today. And uh, we play it, we're gonna be playing it live everywhere on tour. And I just think it's a kick-ass song. In fact, I'm thinking about on tour, videotaping the, uh, the audience of every show and the audience that has the biggest mosh pit and the, goes the craziest will end up maybe coming back to that city and doing a private show for everybody who who uh, says they were there in that crowd. So I'm thinking of ideas in my head on what to do. But yeah, so that's how Doom came about. You dig it? You dig the tune? I do. I definitely have been listening this week, You know, uh, building up to this interview. Uh, I really enjoy it. It's got the catchiness to it. I like uh, just the, the lyrics are just awesome, the way it kind of flows together. And the visuals with the music video, I really like. I'm a huge fan of like black and white. Like, I'm a huge fan of the Twilight Zone, so I really like yeah. black and white uh, like videos and stuff. So I thought it was really cool. Yeah, I shot that in my uh, friend's kind of old eclectic home up in Auburn, New York, where all the old mansions are from the colonial days. So I thought that would be really cool and just really kind of subtly show the what can happen to you, you know, if you have an addiction and stuff like that and how it can be dark and lonely. And, you know, I think we got the point across and now we just got to get the radio people to call the rate, their local radio station and tell them they better be playing doom because you know how it is. You got to get through that one person's brain to see if they like it to go, you know, so we just got to keep the push going because I think it's definitely made for radio. Oh, no, it it definitely is. It's got that modern rock sound to it. And it's got the you know the catchy lyrics with it. You know, and um, I do hope you get that radio push. I do hope people enjoy it and they call in and uh, you get airtime because people definitely deserve to hear Doom. That's the biggest challenge. You can have the greatest tunes, but if you can't get it past those radio people, then uh, you're kind of screwed. So we just yeah, everybody call your station and let them know to play Doom. Definitely, definitely. Please do that. And again, I, I like the message in Doom, as, as I said, uh, you know, like what you're talking about with the addiction. Uh, I definitely picked up on that listening to it. And again, it, it definitely shows you created a good atmosphere for the song, it just shows how you're lonely and uh, kind of how, how depressing it can be. Uh, I right. did like at the, uh, the end of the music video where it shows you with the gun in the mirror, but then like the other you like looks at the camera. I thought that looked that, that was a cool scene. And we just came up with that on the fly with that mirror up there, and and uh, Sam, the videographer, he just like, yeah, now you're gonna look here. We're gonna cut this. I'm like, oh, that'll be pretty badass right there. And it, you know, it just, I hope it hits hits home with people. And it, you know, every song I write, I just want people to take the lyrics listen to them, make sure it's clear and my message is cl uh, clear. And if I can touch a life, I can touch a life. That's, that's the goal in any kind of art. Oh, definitely for sure. And I, th I think you will with this song doom. And I, I did want to talk about, cause you did mention it. Uh, so you, you did talk about hellbilly hollow. So you said you're currently shopping around for it. Can you give any hints of like what people can expect uh, from hellbilly hollow? Well, hellbilly hollow. It's a, a, about these two brothers and I put, I'm both with the, one brother and Kevin Wayne, 
plays my other bro brother who's named Tickles, Timmy, but he goes by the nickname Tickles, and he's got that epic kind of mass look, and then I'm just a crazy, psychotic nut job. And it's just a fun, it'll take you, um, it, we actually filmed it at the actual Hellbilly Hollow in Vincent, Alabama. And it'll just kind of take you on a journey of creating who these two characters are and how crazy nuts we are and how we interact as brothers and, because Tickles doesn't communicate, you know, verbally. And uh, I think you'll have a fun ride seeing all our creative kills and just how crazy my brain is. And we came up with all that on our own and I own the franchise and... I can will continue to do more of them, and I, I really think again it's about getting it in front of people's faces. They're going to be tripping out and be like, "Oh my god," because that that movie led me into a movie I just shot in March with Lynn Shea from Insidious and Bill Mosley from The Devil's Rejects and all the Rob Zombie movies. I star alongside them in a movie called Scared to Death, which is going to be coming out here soon as well that we just shot in March out in California. So, and I play a character in that movie called the Grog. <laughs> and well, it's I, great. I'm, an icon, I'm an iconic horror, horror actor and I play him and it's like playing me and I'm the Grog. So more to come on the Grog. Well, that sounds awesome. And I, yeah. I was not, a, I was not aware of that. So I definitely, I'm looking forward to checking that out. Cause you know, Again, yeah. who you're working with with that? I, it's that's gonna be amazing. Look, look at Insidious, Lynn's, Lynn's movie Insidious just beat Indiana Jones at the box office a few weeks ago. So now we're coming out in this movie we all star in, and it, it's crazy. So I got two really big horror movies coming out, which will launch us into other stuff. So, oh, definitely, you have some great things in the works. I'm definitely looking forward to. Checking out, like I um, being a horror movie fan, I'm definitely looking forward to both of those movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you'll you'll really uh, enjoy it, and I, I like I like horror, but, but then you can laugh a little, you jump, you, you know, where it's just not all just kill, 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 and creativity, you know, and they both offer that. So it's it's I'm really blessed to have been in both those, and I can't wait for people to see them, and then see what Kurt Dimer can do as an actor and uh, go out and meet people at horror conventions and whatever it takes, I'll be there. So, No, definitely right on. And I, I'm curious for you. So obviously you're an actor and a musician. Like what's, what's kind of the goals for you with both, you know, acting and uh, music? Well, we, you only live once and uh, I don't need to do this. You know, I could, I mean, I have my own other companies, so my goal is to enjoy the rest of my life and play in arenas all over the world live, you know, rock shows, put on theatrical rock shows as we get to headline, and then just keep picking and choosing and creating movies that entertain people. And uh, my whole goal is just to bring a smile to people's faces and have them dig my work and have them want to be part of the Kurt Dimer family. and. And show people you don't have to be afraid in this scary world. Just go out and live your dreams and do what you want to do. You only have one life, so go for it. Yeah, you only have one life and one chance to, to really do stuff. And you shouldn't shouldn't be doing stuff you don't like. You know, you should be having you should right. be pursuing your dreams and uh, you know going for what you like, what makes you happy. Exactly. Time is way too short to be miserable. Yeah, it's uh, the more you give, the more you get in life. And I want to give. What I know, I've had all these crazy creative ideas in my brain my whole life. I suppressed them. Why hide them from the world? 
because if one percent of the people in the world dig my music and they dig my movies that's a lot of fucking people that i'm touching you know in this population and i'm not afraid of the world and what it has to offer which is a lot of scary moments and to have somebody that you can look up to and come out and rock out with or go watch their movie or what i just want to be kind of that rock for people you know oh no for sure definitely and i do have to as we're starting to close out the center i do got a few more things i did want to cover and as i said in the intro coming up soon starting on august 31st you're going out on tour with skid row and bucket cherry um you know how, how does it feel to be part of this awesome looking tour um it's kick ass to see the gangs all here and it's buck cherry skid row and kurt dimer that's pretty fucking cool and uh, we can't wait to get out on the road with them we haven't even been touring two years as a band yet so this september will mark two years and to go from jeff tate to ingve malmstein to drowning pool to tesla now buck cherry skid row and then october as soon as we're done with a couple shows with buck cherry in montana we head out with mushroom head and uh, we'll do that the whole month of october the halloween shows and all that so and I'll be playing the uh, trailer to Hellbilly Hollow as we open up our set and all the shows. So it's pretty, pretty amazing, man. But uh, yeah, I, I, I just can't wait to get more people to keep spreading the word because we build new fans everywhere we play. And uh, as soon as it, it keeps growing, we can start headlining. Then we'll even do more epic shows when we're not on a time limit. So. Oh, no, right on. And um, so these upcoming shows uh, for September and uh, October, like what can people expect um, from your from your show in this time slot? They can expect uh, Kurt Dimer to come out on stage and he's not the calm, chill dude when he's uh, just hanging out before the show. And when I that, as soon as I hear that intro go, you can expect 30 to 40 minutes of hard kick-ass rock and roll like you've never heard before because we're different we're gonna bring it we're, there's nothing slow in our, our set list that won't get you into it and uh you'll hear seven eight tunes that we can squeeze into that time frame and bring the energy like uh it'll blow your mind and want be like okay this is one of my new favorite rock bands so that's what that's what our goal is every night <laughs> All right on, and I, I hope uh, hope you guys uh, you know accomplish that every night. I think you guys will. Uh, you had a solid band behind you as well, so I hope uh, the tour you know in the September and October shows go well for you. So I'm curious, uh, can you give any hints what the set list is going to look like for uh, the upcoming shows? Well, we got a single that'll become that's we've been opening with this one song, and it, it'll come out as a single. It'll be on our debut out double album next year called the dance so you can expect to hear that you can expect to hear back in the school um have a cigar our version of that um a little song we wrote about frontline workers and our troops called hero it's always crowd loves that uh they also love what you're saying which is on our debut ep by work hard rock hard we always like to close with a little naive which is a pretty much about how everybody just be aware of everybody around you and how they're out to get you <laughs> and a, a couple other ones that you haven't heard yet um, and of course doom so a little the, a few of them right there so give you a little sneak peek all right on that sounds like a very solid uh set list so i'm curious for you um do you have a favorite song to perform live favorite song to perform live 
Uh, I always love when we do have a cigar because it just trips people out. Um, but I, I would say have a cigar and naive are my two favorites because I know naive we're closing out the set with it right now. That's, you know, it's, I don't know if that'll change, but I just love telling that story. It gets a lot of anger out of my brain and I get to share it with the crowd and it just slams. So, and I get, I rap in the middle of that shit. So I love, I love performing that song. Oh, that's badass. That's awesome. So, um, for having a cigar, like, um, how many people like, uh, like have that like reaction of like, I can't believe this is like, you know, uh, have a cigar. Do you get that nightly when you perform? Yeah. Cause well, cause I kind of start out, you know, kind of that talk singing thing and then people were like, okay, I think I know this song. And then when, remember the name of the game, boy, you know, you go, then, then all of a sudden you start, people start singing along. Oh, it's Pink Floyd. Have it, you know, it's just so surreal to watch the transformation of the crowd's face as we plug, come into that tune because we just start at boom, 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 you know, and it's uh, pretty wicked to watch and just see people's faces. And then, if you, you know, you might get some purists of Pink Floyd are like, oh, he's just butchering the shit out of this. But if you don't like it, don't listen to it. But a lot of people just fucking dig it. So because it's just in your face, you know, and it's different. Oh, no, it definitely is very different. And, you know, you, there will be people who don't like it. But, yeah, you have very good advice. They don't have to listen to it. They don't have to enjoy it. You know, not their like thing. The, it's not their thing. I don't like all the music out there. But I don't sit there and belittle people. I just don't listen to it. I move on. You know, it's what world needs to be a little kinder. Oh, 100% agree with that. Especially, you know, just in person, Internet doesn't matter where it is. People show some compassion and kindness. The world will be a, definitely a better place. Exactly exactly so i do just got a few more things before uh close this interview out so you you were talking about obviously of the upcoming shows of skid row buck cherry and mushroom have in october so what's kind of like the end of this year looking like in early 2024 looking like for you well november and uh december will be um um finishing the double album that's going to come out next year will be our debut we're going to be putting it on vinyl, cassettes, CDs, really launching it big time. It'll have probably 14 to 15 of the top Kurt Dimer songs on it, new ones and ones you might have heard. Just kind of, you know, bringing the, the world aware of what we've got. And uh, so we'll finish that. I'm going to shoot some music videos, um, November, December. And then my booking agent's working on put, booking a headlining tour where we go back to some of the towns we've already been to. And play three, four, three to five hundred cap venues and start doing headlining shows, and then we're working on a big tour with a band everybody's heard of. I can't say anything, which might take us all over the world, and it would be huge to get that. So keep our fingers crossed, man. But we're getting there. So that's the plan as far as music goes. And then I've got a couple other films in the work in the works. So besides the ones coming out, so we'll keep acting and creating and get back out on the road in January. Well, right on. So as I said, you had some great things in the works. I look forward to seeing uh, how the rest of this year and early 2024 goes for you as well. I'd love to see you live. Hopefully I get that opportunity. Hopefully at some point, uh, it'd be awesome to uh, meet you in person. Yeah. What part of what part of the country are you? In? Uh, I'm actually not terribly far from you. I'm from uh, South Bend, Indiana. Oh, we're going to be up in that area. So are you, are you near Hobart? Uh, yeah, about an hour from there. Yeah, we're playing in Hobart. So I think with oh. Mushroom Head. Okay, so, I saw the Mushroom Head yeah, show. Uh, I'm sure. 
anytime you want to uh, come to a show, you just hit me up, man. We'll get you on the list, and we can do an interview there live too. Hey, I'm I have the equipment for it. I'd definitely be interested in doing that. We'll do it on the bus. That'd be cool. Hey, I'm definitely in for it. So yeah, I, I know what show you're talking about. If yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome. That one, uh, we might be near you with Buck Cherry. We're going to be in Illinois, Moline, and Joliet. And so, any show you want to come to, you just hit me up. Let me know, brother. You're always welcome. Hey, I I appreciate it, and I definitely will be making it out to at least one of those shows. Uh, oh. So that's going to be awesome. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, so uh, last thing uh, for the people watching and listening, where are the best places to find Kurt Dimer online? Kurt Dimer online, just pretty much Google Kurt Dimer, D-E-I-M-E-R, but uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, X now, I guess, uh, Facebook, the Kurt Dimer Fam Club on Facebook, join that, it's just getting started. YouTube, you can find my videos and everything on our channel, Kurt Dimer, um, but everything's at Kurt Dimer, um, and our new website's been launched at KurtDimer.com. And you can find us all those places, IMDB, you can check out my page there, films and stuff I've been in, and just pretty much Google Kurt Dimer, pictures will come up, everything, so. All right, on, I'm in, I will make it slightly. Follow us on Spotify and stream our music on anywhere you stream music, it's out. On a, right on, I will leave some links for Kurt Dimer in the description of this podcast as well. Please check and support him, see him live when you can. And uh, as I said, he's got a lot of great things in the works. So keep an eye out for all of that. Kurt, it was awesome to have you on the podcast. Oh, I yeah. really enjoyed chatting with you. I'm, I really appreciate you having me, Matthew. We've only just begun in the words of the Carpenters. And without folks like you, we can't grow all over the world. So thank you for all you do. And I appreciate it. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate uh, you know the kind words and everything. It's We have to build each other up. That's always my philosophy. That's right, That's right man. It's all about helping each other in life and uh, waking up every day and making a difference. So all of you go out there and do that. And then check out Kurt Dimer. Chat with me anytime. I'm a man of the fans. I'll meet all of you after every show and I can't wait. So thank you for having me, Matthew. Of course, of course. For Kurt Dimer, I'm your host as always, Matthew Thomas. Thank you so much for watching. This is Super Cool Radio. And remember, stay frosty. That's right, frosty. <laughs>